trampoline park injuries and their burden on local orthopedic and emergency services. Trampolining is a popular recreational activity. Its debut appearance in the Sydney Year 2000 Games of the 27th Olympiad has further propelled its widespread affection as a sport. This is reflected by the large increase in trampoline sales over the last 15 years in the United Kingdom. More recently, several indoor recreational trampoline parks have emerged throughout the UK to capitalise on this growing popularity. A similar trend has been seen in the United States of America. Trampoline-related injuries are common in both the pediatric and adult populations. Injuries commonly occur following falls on the mat, falls off the trampoline apparatus, impact with trampoline frames or springs, and in collisions with simultaneous users. Although the most common trampoline injuries described are simple soft tissue sprains and contusions, serious injuries including cervical spine fractures have been reported. In light of the risks associated with trampoline use, the American Academy of Pediatrics AAP and the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons AAOS have published several policy statements consistently discouraging the recreational use of trampolines. The most recent statement by the AAP also recognizes the specific lack of data regarding the safety of recreational trampoline parks and recommends strict adherence to its guidelines for trampoline use at such venues. Indoor recreational trampoline parks typically consist of multiple adjacent trampoline mats with padded borders. The boundaries of the design usually include steeply inclined trampoline mats or padded walls that prevent users falling off the trampolines. These parks regularly host large groups of participants and have multiple users at any one time. Safety guidelines vary across parks, and whilst multiple users are often prohibited from jumping on the same mat, individual somersaults are often permitted. Although trampoline-related injuries are well studied in the domestic home environment, there is a paucity of data concerning recreational trampoline park injuries TPIs. The aims of this study were to report the number, anatomical location and type of TPI, along with their associated costs, of all patients that presented from a local trampoline park to the emergency department ED of our institute, a district general hospital, from July 2014 to November 2015. To our knowledge, this is the first study to investigate trampoline park injuries and their financial impact on emergency healthcare provision in the UK. In domestic trampoline use, fractures and dislocations mostly occur when participants fall off the trampoline and predominantly affect the upper extremity. Injuries that occur on the mat, whilst more frequent, usually result in soft tissue sprains of the lower limb. Our study demonstrated a comparable result. In contrast to domestic trampoline use however, fractures at the trampoline park were most prevalent in the lower limb, accounting for 35% of all TPIs. Several severe lower limb injuries were seen with two open tibial fractures and one off-ended distal femoral physeal fracture. Fractures, as in other studies, also represented the main injury type for younger patients less than 16 years, but were again more prevalent in the lower limb. 
These findings are supported by Kasmeyer et al., who report that TPIs result in a higher prevalence of lower extremity injuries when compared to domestic trampoline use. In this study, head and neck injuries were the second most common injury type by location, representing 15% of all TPIs. This is similar to other studies looking at domestic trampoline use that report between 10–17% of all trampoline injuries occurring in the head and neck region. Isolated neck injuries were seen in 7% and were all stable soft tissue muscular sprains. None of the patients who sustained head and neck injuries had any neurological deficit. The mechanism of injury was not recorded for the majority of these patients, but two cases documented neck injuries were sustained while attempting somersaults. High-risk maneuvers, including somersaults, are strongly discouraged by a large number of studies due to the risk of cervical spine injury. The AAP states clearly that somersaults and backflips should not be performed in the recreational setting as a result of this risk. Cervical spine injuries have also been documented to occur in trampoline parks. Hospital admission was required in 25% of the TPIs presenting to our ED a larger proportion than reported by Nystedt et al. The most common reason for admission was a fracture requiring surgical fixation or manipulation under anesthesia. Follow-up in fracture clinic was required for all patients who sustained fractures. Published April 2019 by Jordan et al. in Bulletin of Emergency and Trauma. Get the full reference in the show notes.